Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. The truth and the pros and cons of investing in commercial versus residential. There's lots of back and forth in this market and some people say that commercial property is too complicated, too expensive and there's too much maintenance and it is all too scary compared to so much information out there for residential. It's easier to access and of course a great way to get started. Now is that the truth or is that a myth? Because commercial property is really the other side of the coin to residential and really when you understand the fundamentals is not as hard as most people think. So join me for this podcast as I take you through the differences between residential and commercial and what exactly is a truth and a myth. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant. Today, I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of investing in commercial property versus residential. Now, I know there's lots of naysayers out there to say that commercial property don't have growth, there's high levels of vacancies and everything else, but I'm going to show you why and where to buy commercial property. That is the fundamentals of having a really good property portfolio, but also what are the strategies to use to combat that, right? All in this pro and con video. Let's get started. Residential, firstly, is about growth, right? It is about having a property that grows in value over a seven to 10 year period. Since the 1950s, residential property has doubled every seven to 10 years. So we know that as a statistic, it will double. Now, sometimes it doesn't happen in regional areas. Sometimes it doesn't happen in remote areas. Sometimes you just can't hold out or an event happens and you don't get that growth. But one of the fundamental things commercial property is about cash flow. Residential is about growth, right? That's the two fundamental differences. Now, pros and cons stem from that. But the main thing is when you look at residential, think growth, 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 commercial, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. That's really, really important. Now, one of the big things about growth properties is that it is fundamentally needs you to support the property. So you need to take money out of your pocket to support it. It's never going to have the same rental returns as you would in commercial, no matter what you do, no matter if you turn it into a boarding house, no matter if you turn it into co-living, doesn't matter if you put a granny flat at the back, you're still not going to clear as much cash flow from it as you would a commercial property. So it is entirely a totally two different system. So residential is about growth, 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 commercial, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. So that's the real important thing to make, the distinction. Now on that note, the pros of investing in residential is about having that growth over time, which means that if you start early in your journey, your 20s, your 30s, you can actually support that property and accumulate more and more properties because you can draw down the equity and leapfrog into another property, another property, another property. Now it's going to get to some point where it's probably going to be in your 40s where you're going to be serviceability tapped out. And the reason for that is you're going to have kids, you're going to have a principal home and you're going to have investments and your work income is limited, right? So with all of that in mind, the next step is really for you to move into commercial. Why would your next step be moving into commercial is because that's where people use their equity to get more cash flow, to access more equity, so to help them transition into retirement much, much faster. So then we go to commercial and it's about cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. So you can do a lot of things to engineer the growth. The growth will happen in commercial property like any kind of growth. But the thing is, you've got to think cash flow first, and then you engineer the growth, which gives you a double whammy in the process. So in terms of when we look at the upside for residential property, firstly, about the growth, about drawing down the equity so you can leapfrog again in a short place of time, especially if the market is changing as 
value goes up, the value of your wealth goes up, but equity is only on paper. It's not going to pay the bills. It's not going to put your kids through school. It's not going to put food on the table. But what it will do is on paper, you will seem wealthy, right? But the major downside with residential is cash flow. There's never enough cash flow to support the property. At some point, you're forced to sell or forced to sell to get the equity to go again to buy something else because you're stuck. Commercial is about cash flow. So fundamentally, it's about cash flow. So no matter what property you get, it's important to buy on the right cash flow. One of the biggest cons that people make, mistakes or cons, whatever you want to call that people make is they buy the wrong returns in the wrong area. So for example, they go and buy 6% yields in Townsville or Rockhampton, where that property should be 7, 7.5 or 8%, depending on what kind of tenant, what kind of property, what price level, right? So that's where it is to be. But the biggest advantage of investing in commercial is that it gives you cash flow from day one. Invested property, it gives you cash flow from day one, because from the day you actually transact and settle on the property, you get cash flow. And it doesn't matter if the cash flow is five grand a year or 50 grand a year. The thing is you start being positive and the property services itself plus the deposit you put into it. And that doesn't happen in the residential space. So for example, you're buying a million dollar property. You need a, say, either a 20 or 30 or 40% deposit, depending on your LVR level and your servicing. You need to draw that down from your residential space. But the value of that drawdown is six and a half percent at the moment. And you put that into a commercial property. You need a property that can service both the deposit and the loan. And a commercial property can do that above six and a half percent towards seven percent. So anything in regional is seven percent can service both those loans, right? Which means that there's no pressure on you and it's a hundred percent dependent on the property. Plus the probably still give you a little bit of positive cash flow. So it's win-win for you. So biggest benefits and rewards with commercial versus residential. Number one of the rank is growth for residential, cash flow for commercial. That's the big two big differences. And if you combine both, they actually complete the circle of investment and actually helps you to go faster. So you need to look at both for your investment journey. So growth, cash flow combined together goes faster, right? So that's the biggest, biggest rewards and biggest, biggest upside. The other thing is, the number two thing is in residential right now, right? And that's a bit of a con for the market. Residential is very dependent on the market, right? Is that if you time it right, you go up with the market, you make exponential gains. In commercial, it's about yourself and what you can engineer. So it's a controllable process. You know if you buy in a mill, you put in one or two hundred thousand dollars, so ten to twenty percent in terms of uplift, you get thirty, forty percent return. Right? That is the formula, right? But obviously choosing the right tenant location, all of those things. That's another video. But that is the formula, it's more controllable. So residential, less controllable in terms of growth and that return because it's market dependent. Commercial, more controllable because there is a set formula to be able to do it that can give you consistent results over time, right? So that's the two big differences. Not as much control, a lot of control, right? The same with your portfolio with the commercial. You can go and choose. Now we've got clients who have unencumbered residential properties and they need to access the equity. They can go and access the equity by going to really high regional town and get a 9% yield and then access the equity, do their first deal and then move forward to the second deal and third deal. And that helps to unlock their patterns, right? Or lock their portfolio when it's stuck together, right? So that's what it is. 
principle, right? So that's difference. Less control, more control over this side as well. So that's a fundamental difference. And then thirdly, it is about everything is individualized and commercial versus residential. And it's a gross lease versus a net lease. And the reason I talk about individualization is when you buy a residential property, the loans are very much broad-based across the market. So you know if you buy an investment property, it's going to be three-bedroom, two-bedroom, four-bedroom, plus one bathroom, two bathroom, five car spaces, two car spaces, one car space, whatever it is, right? You know what it looks like. The bank knows what it looks like. It does a valuation. The valuation is cheaper and they off they go, right? It's cookie cut in that. Commercial property is not like that. Commercial property loans are property dependent. So your tenant versus the area, lease term can vary from one tenant to the next. You could have exactly two warehouses and value. One could be two or $300,000 more compared to the other one purely because of the tenant, the fit out, and maybe the access and the lease term versus something that has no fit out, no tenant, rundown property, and no lease, right? There could be a difference of two or 300000 So very individualized. And then the bank lends differently to a property that is vacant versus a tenanted property where it doesn't matter in the residential. Whether you have a tenant or not, the bank still lends you exactly the same. But that's the fundamental difference. But the main thing and the one big thing about commercial property that's different from residential and that's the main thing that is going to put money in your pocket is a tenanted commercial property, the tenant pays net rent versus gross rent. The tenant takes care of the outgoings, which means more money in your pocket allows you to leapfrog faster, right? So imagine you're able to clear twenty, thirty thousand dollars in one property deal. Even in this current market, one property deal, that means that you can actually buy your second property much faster. It actually treats it as a second, third income to help you buy your next property much, much faster. And that's the most important thing. But in residential, all of your money that even the rent the tenant's paying is being chewed up by outgoing. So your council rates, your water rates, your strata fees, your insurance, management fees, all that chews up almost 40 to 50% of your rent. It can be certain in certain areas, especially with strata. Whereas in commercial property, your tenant actually pays for that. Your tenant pays for that, that means that 20, 30,000 is in your pocket up to 50% is in your pocket allows you to subsidize your lifestyle accumulate save for the next one that's how you can leapfrog right one to the next to the next right so in commercial property the biggest difference is commercial property is traded on net rent basis residential traded on gross rent right so there's more money in your pocket through a commercial property than there is in residential now so you should have both in your portfolio because by investing in both, it's going to help you move further, faster, but you've got to start with one or the other, right? And build, right? And that's one of the things that Unicorn really specializes is transitioning you from residential to commercial. We actually really understand that on a fundamental basis because we've done it day in, day out, transition from residential to commercial property. And that's really important for you to get started. So if you are looking to get started, click the link below, booking for a strategy call, also join our community because it's really important for you to join our community, find out more about commercial property and how to get started, our webinars, our meetups, our recordings. So all of those things, right? And also check out our book as well. So all of those things are down below, but otherwise check out unicorn.com.au, helentarrant.com. Hopefully you've enjoyed that podcast all about residential versus commercial and it's given you some clear indications or clear guidance on which one to get started with. It doesn't matter which one to get started. The most important thing is that you get started. The most important thing is you start to hit your goals and the most important thing is that you identify clearly what your goals are. Is it positive cash flow because you want to retire? Is it leverage through equity so therefore you need growth properties? Is it that you're young and you can support the property or is it that you want to retire through 
through investing in your self-managed super fund. No matter what it is, commercial or residential property can help you there. No matter what it is, commercial or residential property can help you get there. The most important thing is to identify the strategy, the type of property, and build out a clear pathway to get started. So if you're looking for more information to get started, let the Unicorn team help you build a cash flow rich portfolio. So look up HelenTarrant.com or Unicorn.com.au. Join one of our events, buy our book, and join us for the next podcast or check us out on YouTube. In the meantime, happy hunting. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune into the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property. 